From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Thursday. Welcome to the program. You know what today is? Game day. <laughs> it certainly is. Ryan's, uh, Ryan's all excited. Uh, the uh, Trojans are in action tonight. District, district, district ball game. District opener in Colleen against the Chaparral Bobcats. Very excited. There you go. There you go. Ward, have you seen the new stadium? Have not. I haven't either. I haven't either. Now, I'll do a game there at some point this year. Waco goes there three times, goes to Colleen three times. Right. And I think one of them is at the new place, and the other two are at Leo Buckley. Good old Leo Buckley. Not a bad stadium. No, it's a good stadium. It's Just a be, great spread, be by the thunderstorms. way. Oh, is it always? Every time I go there, it it rains. It has a rain. <laughs> well, had, had multiple lightning delays there. Then go to the hospitality center where they've got about 40 feet of food spread out. It, you anymore. know what it looks like? It looks like a dirt. Huh? Not anymore. No. Yeah. Last year they didn't have it. No. Yes, sir. Oh, I, don't, you, I don't know if it's back this year, but last year they, they did not have it. Holy moly. You know what it looked like? It looked like it looked like your family reunion where it's just table after table after table, you know, full of food. It's a good go. You well, there's Aunt Myrtle's, you know, potato salad. <laughs> it's it's what it reminded me of. I'm telling you, there was something about about that that county, I think. Uh well actually uh Gates was in Corio County, but the two best spreads for me ever, Gatesville, McCamey Stadium, and Leo Buckley. That's because the hot donuts at halftime. Oh, oh my goodness. You you didn't eat lunch. Because you knew, and, and I'm telling you, the food at McCamey was homemade. Uh, it was mamas and grandmamas and everybody. You know, they, I mean, you want to talk about having a, a feast. It was a feast. At McCamey Stadium in downtown Gatesville. What a what a good deal. I'm like, how do I get on that schedule? <laughs> but Leo Buckley had I mean, the, to me, those were the top two. I mean, and I would know. <laughs> and I would know. <laughs> anyway, Ward, how are we? Outstanding. How's Coach Stewart last night? He was great. Great. We had a good time. Good turnout. And that, of course, the got, uh, got to talk a little Temple football and get ready for Friday night. That show aired last night over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Big game Friday night. Big game Friday night. You know, anytime you start district play, it's mm-hmm. a big game. So, um, and Brian's a good football team. And there's some there's some history between Temple and Brian. There I mean, is. So there is. Goes you know you can go way 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 back. You know Temple playing Brian. Temple playing Waco, Waco playing Brian. I mean, there was that's kind of a cool deal, right? And you know, there's Coach Stewart has a little history with their new head coach that you know, they they played together in college at Sam Houston State. So really, they, they know each other very very well. We've met, yeah, we've <laughs> met a couple of times. 
Well, good. Well, that'd be fun. He's got them playing really well right now. And that'll be Friday night. And uh, again, universities tonight over on 104.9 Star FM. And uh, let's see, what else will we have? We'll have Waco. And uh, Waco will be in action against Ellison. And that'll be Friday night from Waco ISD Stadium right here on ESPN. So there you go. All right, 7.04, four minutes after 7 o'clock. Let's welcome into the program. Hang on. I think today we'll go ahead and give him his official title. He's the community outreach manager. He's Mike Gray. Mike, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Doing well, doing well. What What is going on? Oh, I got sidetracked. You're talking about those hot donuts. Um, <laughs> but you know what's better than a hot donut is adopting a dog from the Humane Society. There you go. And we have a lot of them. Um, you know, I guess past couple of days, you know, last week we were doing pretty good on numbers. And then this week uh, we just spiked again. Um, and yesterday we had, um, you know, another list of about five, six dogs. Um we had to find homes for, you know, um, and luckily we did, but it's getting to the, the nitty gritty and we're, um, seems like this week will be a, a struggle. So, uh, definitely looking for people to come in and foster or, or adopt some dogs this week. Do you see a rise in adoptions when we start getting closer to the holidays? Uh, we do, um, Every year is a little different, um, but we, we do see that. Um, we also have, you know, um, gift cards that you can get. If you want to, you know, if you want to get somebody a, a pet, but you're not really sure what, and you want to surprise them, uh, you could surprise them with that gift card. Well, that's a great to idea. Get, to get their own pet, yeah. So, you know, a good pet for, for me might not be a good pet for uh, for you. So um, it's always best to let the individual pick out the pet for themselves. Hmm. Um, but we have, you know, quite a few dogs. I don't know if y'all saw the dog I brought up yesterday to um, Star FM, but um, that was a sweet dog, um, uh, uh, Snooperoni. Beg your pardon? It, uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. What, what is it? Snooperoni. Snooperoni. Like Love uh, that. Snoopy, but with a Roni on it. So it's yeah. Snooperoni. So he uh, he's a he's a good boy. He uh, looks like somebody tried to cut his ears in the backyard with a pair of scissors when he was a puppy and um, mm. uh, cut him way 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 too short. And um, so, but he is just the happiest, sweetest little boy. Um, just you know, loves life, loves other dogs. Um, people have done some pretty horrific things to him, but he's still just happy. And so he's a super super awesome dog. Um, if anybody's looking for an awesome dog, which who isn't, but uh, he's a he's a good one. All right, what else? Uh, what else is going on? Hey, by the way, I meant to ask you: Did you see the story? And I didn't know this went on. I mean, I guess that's how naive I am when it comes to this stuff. But they found a a a, a lab of some kind, and there was like four hundred dogs, all the same kind, and they they were bred for testing. Did you see that? And now they've they've all been adopted. Oh. By the way, it may have been four thousand dogs. I'm not. I'm, it, I saw a story on the news, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Did you see that?" Yeah, I think I did. I think it. Um, I think the National Human Prince Society, Harry. Uh, Prince Harry adopted one of them. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's you know there's a lot of stuff like that going on. Um, 
in the world. You and breed an a, animal. You breed that animal just to. Uh, I, I don't. I really don't know how to how to go about it. I mean, they. Um, yeah. Test test products and I mean, different. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's a crazy world out there, guys. <laughs> it is. But it, I, they, yeah. the, the cool thing is every one of those dogs has been adopted. So that, that's right. a good thing. So yeah, that, I, that I didn't awesome. know if you saw that story or not. but Yeah, I did. That's, that's a wild, man. That was wild. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Uh, pretty crazy. And ironically, all of those dogs look pretty much the same. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. Um, you know, hey, we do have our uh, wrestling event coming up October 7th. Really? Um, we do, and so that should be super exciting. I don't know if uh, Waco High has a, a Thursday night game or a Friday night game on the seventh, but uh, it should be a whole lot of fun. And uh, bell time is at seven, and you get in for free with uh, any sort of uh, pet donation, uh, can of dog food, bag of dog food, a blanket, dog toy, whatever. It'll be family friendly entertainment, um, and should be a whole lot of fun. We went over there yesterday and kind of scoped out everything and marked everything off, and. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be pretty fun. Now, where's it gonna be again? It's gonna be at Brotherwell Brewing um, in East Waco. I think it's 700 East Bridge Street, and it'll be, um, like I said, at 7 p.m. All right. What else do we need to know about this week? Um, this week, uh, we are also doing a car show in China Spring on Saturday. Uh, that should be a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of cool looking cars, and a whole lot of cool looking dogs will be there. Um, and we are just, you know, really, really desperate for people to come in and, and adopt or foster some dogs. All right, Mike, uh, if they need to get a hold of you guys, what's the phone number? Uh, 254-754-1454, and we are at 2032 Sokol Road, uh, Monday through Friday, 11 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 5. Perfect. Mike, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Mike Gray from the uh, Humane Society of Central Texas. Wow. You know, he was talking about the dog that he brought up to to see Destin over on Star Studio. What is it? C next to us. Uh, <laughs> as everybody's got a visual of the of the studios, but he's talking. And I looked over there, and that dog was, I mean, just happy go lucky. And and the dog's just been abused its entire life. You would think it would hate humans, but it doesn't. It's amazing. Ah, uh, the great thing about dogs. And all they want to do is hang out, right? Unconditional love. Yeah. Did you see where it's Jimmy G's team again for the at least this season? What? Yeah, as they have no other choice. But. Yeah. Now, do you use? I'm just curious. Do you use the term season? Do you use the term year uh, describing the season? Because uh, I use both. Just you know, I'll say this season, this year, this year's team, this season's team. Do you use both? I do. <laughs> Hang on. Here we go. You guys put uh, Trey Lance on IR officially today. So can you just clarify whether uh, you're expecting him back possibly for the playoffs or you rolled him out until next season? No, he'll be out until next year. Until next season? Yeah, next season. Thank you. That's what years mean to me. I don't and he's right. I mean, that guy's. <laughs> Come on, man! That you guy's knew what a he was saying. Head, yes. You're you're asking him to talk about his. You know, he made an unbelievably difficult decision. You know, to bench a guy that's guided your team, 
and to go with with the young kid, and then the young kid immediately gets hurt. Then you got to go back to the other guy and go, "Hey, uh, it's your team again." And then this guy's, you know, <laughs> being a knucklehead. <laughs> yeah, season, year, year, season. You knew exactly what he was talking about. You knew exactly what he was. There is a, a perfect example of why coaches and players don't like talking to us. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, the guys like that. That's exactly right. You know, so he went back in his office after stepping down off that podium and probably had a few choice words. And I don't blame him. I don't either. I mean, it's ridiculous. Year, season, season, year. Are you kidding me? You know exactly what he was talking about. Print it and put it in your paper and move on. Anyway, I, I, I saw that this morning and I thought, you got to be kidding me. Boneheads. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, here's what we got for you. We'll talk about the Cowboys and the Giants coming up. Uh, R.J. Ochoa joins us from Blogging the Boys. Uh, Nick, is, is, is it Olsen? Olsen, yes. Sir. Yeah, Nick Olsen uh, from Cyclone Alert. The uh, 247 folks uh, in uh, in Ames, Iowa, will join us to talk about Iowa State and Baylor. And uh, we'll uh, also have Bryce Cherry talking some Baylor and high school football with us. So we got a full slate of stuff to do for you here, and we're going to make it fast and furious over the next two hours. 7-13. Anybody seen the weather forecast? Is it still going to be like 200 degrees today? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be hot today. It was brutal yesterday. What was the official high? Anybody know? I think the high yesterday was 99, and today... Today it is ninety nine. So, uh, just, welcome fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today's first day of fall, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, officially. Yes. Okay, and it's yeah. ninety nine degrees. <laughs> yeah, clear skies and continued hot. And right now seventy one degrees. So, but yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the deal there. Uh, Doak Field's going to be on the program this afternoon at three o'clock with John Morris. We'll tell you more about that coming up. But right now we'll step aside, and when we come back, we'll talk Cowboys Giants. We do it next. Waco Lions football, presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Tom Barton. Join Johnny Tusami this Friday night as the Lions host the Lake Belton Broncos in a District 4-5A match. Our coverage of Waco football begins at 6.30 with the pregame show, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's Waco and Lake Belton, presented by Bird Coach and Ford this Friday night at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long 
story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fields, call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fields on Facebook. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boy's Record Service and Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 718, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. High school football coming up tonight and, of course, tomorrow night. Baylor and Iowa State coming up on Saturday here on uh, ESPN. And uh, no football on Sunday because the Cowboys play a Monday night game. So there you go. You know, we talked, what, uh, last week when we found out that that Cooper Rush would be be starting and maybe starting several games. Still don't know. I mean, (laughs) we still don't know how many – what – what what that calendar looks like for Cooper Rush. But one of the things that I mentioned is do you shorten the playbook and, and, and certainly go find things that he does and does well? And I, I still think that that's probably the case. But at his uh, media meeting this week, Mike McCarthy said that's not the case. Was it wide open last no, week? I well, I wouldn't say we're playing wide open, and it's not because of Cooper. I mean, I, you know, we have other things going on. I mean, we've got some young players – at the left guard and left tackle position, so we're conscientious of that. Um, so, 
you know, we'll continue to grow as they grow. I, I think that's that, that's that makes that's common sense. And uh, so, no, yeah, Cooper Cooper doesn't put any uh, restrictions on what we want to do offensively. So he's he's capable of running the whole menu. Okay, so he's capable of running the whole playbook. I got to thinking about that, Ward, and tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, I don't care who you are, what quarterback you are, if you don't do something particularly well, if it doesn't fit your skill set, I don't care if it's in the playbook or not, they're probably not going to do it. And that, that's anybody. I mean, so that's what I was talking about last week was what are his strengths. I mean, you, they know him. I don't. They're around him every day. I'm not. But don't you don't you tailor your your play calling to the strength of your personnel? I don't care what Mike McCarthy says to the media. They did dumb down the playbook, and they did do it for Cooper Rush. Yeah, I, I think so too. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, again, you could be. Well, I don't know if they. Let me rephrase that. I don't know if they dumbed down. They just simplified things, and Kellen Moore didn't go into his. Felix the Cat bag of tricks and and try to do some of the cute things that he normally does, which I thought was good because I think he does that too much anyway. You, you Even saw, with Dak. You saw some bootlegs on, on Sunday. Uh, obviously, the, he's comfortable doing that. Yeah, I mean, again, you tailor your playbook and what plays you call out of your, your playbook based off personnel. That That's... That that happens everywhere at every level. So to say that that didn't happen, I, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Now, he did talk about the growth and the development of the New York Giants. I mean, I think like anything, um, you know, the thing you see in, in weeks one and two, I, I think they're playing really good energy. Obviously, you have system change, you know, offense, defense, and special teams. So, you know, a lot, lot of historical studies and, you know, really going back to the spring for us, you know, once once the schedule you know, or June or whatever, exactly when it came out. But, um, you know, you have a chance to go back and, and do the research, Kansas City for the offense and obviously Baltimore for their defense. So, you know, a lot, lot of um, offseason prep goes into this one. But, uh, you know, I think they've done a really good job in weeks one and two, obviously, you know, one at the end of the game down there in, in Tennessee. So, you know, I think any time you're in early season football, you, you, you get those end of game situations and you're successful on it, you know, with that comes a lot of confidence is the point I'm trying to make. So, um, and then week two, you know, beating Carolina at home. So they're, they're off to a good start. And, you know, it's a division game, uh, Monday night football. So it has all the bells and whistles. And, you know, most importantly for us, you know, we spent some time on self scout today and just make sure we're cleaning our own house you know, week in and week out, and uh, as, as, as we started our preparation for the Giants. I, I found that interesting that uh, because it is a new system, obviously you got film on them from the first two games, but they went back and said, okay, offensive coordinator comes out of the Kansas City system, the Kansas City coaching tree, uh, Balt defense comes out of the Baltimore. And so during the spring and summer, they're watching film on Kansas City and Baltimore as they build their book. For the Giants. Mm -hmm. Interesting. you got to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it never crossed my mind for them to go and go. Well, the other question is, there was no guarantees that those guys were going to bring that playbook with them to New York, but they clearly apparently well, have. Well, they, they're going to bring some of it. I don't know that they bring all of it, but they're going to bring a majority of it because that's what, what got them the job. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point. I just found that interesting that, you know, so in the spring, 
you're prepping for your two divisional games against the Giants and you're watching film on Kansas City and Baltimore. Yeah, same thing happens in, in college football when a coach moves and they get a new offensive coordinator from a different system. They go back and, and look at, you know, what did they do at at their previous stop. XYZ, yeah. yeah. At their previous stop as far as, you know, formations and things like that and, you know, tendencies that they may have had as a play caller. Those are going to carry over. And so you, you go back and – and look and see what they had done previously. Now it's going to change some because of personnel. Bingo. But you know, most which is of what it, we were just talking about yeah, with yeah. But but for the majority of it, it's it's going to stay pretty consistent. And so you know, you, you do that on every level that you have the opportunity to do it. And it's you know smart on the Cowboys to go back and do it. Yeah. All right, Cowboys and the Giants coming up on Monday night, and we'll have the broadcast beginning at six. Remember, we are going to be. Uh, broadcasting live uh, on Monday night. Well, actually, Monday afternoon at uh, 4 o'clock. And uh, we're, we're, it's right across the street. I mean, we're going to be right across the street from the radio station. And uh, we'll, we'll be there at 4 o'clock. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Serving up some wings yeah. and uh, having some fun over at Buffalo Wild Wings and look forward to you coming to joining us as we get you ready for Monday night football right here on uh, ESPN Central. And, and it is. I mean, there's the, all the, like McCarthy said, all the bells and whistles. It's mm-hmm. Monday night. And, yeah. Yeah. People will be excited. Yep. And I saw where New York's going. They're going to try to do the whiteout at MetLife. So, really? Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, what's that's about 65,000, I think. I, I don't know the number. Yeah. I wouldn't even... Try to guess. I, in in I, the Meadowlands? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that's coming up Monday. But, uh, yeah, we'll be broadcasting live. We'll be a part of the Matt Mosley program on Monday over at Buffalo Wild Wings, getting you ready for Monday Night Football, Cowboys and Giants. 7.25, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Speaking of the Cowboys, we got R.J. Ochoa coming up in just a couple of minutes. But right now we have Christy Scales with today's Cowboy Report. And it's brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC. Check them out at richardcar.com. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The man on pace for the most sacks in NFL history shares analogies that include a team chaplain, a lion, and hyenas. You'll hear from Michael Parsons after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons has four sacks this year in two games, which gives him 17 for his career, the most of any player in league history through their first career 18 games. He said he was inspired heading into Sunday's win over the Bengals after hearing from the team chaplain. The chaplain man said, you have to go through tests to get to your testimony. When I heard that, I was like, wow, like we're going through all these injuries and he was going on about it. And right now, we're still going through the storm, but there's going to be light in the tunnel, and I think that's where we're headed. Parsons is also quick to credit his teammates as the defense has eight sacks in two games. One line can't do it by itself. You need a pride. It's like there's 10 hyenas on one line, the line's liable to lose. But the fact that I got 10 other guys out there and I feel I can rely on, that's what teamwork is. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A two-run homer by Kyle Tucker broke a 2-2 tie to help send the Astros to a series sweep of Tampa Bay 5-2. Dane Dunning and three Rangers relievers allowed just two runs in a 7-2 Texas win over the Angels. That series concludes this afternoon in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Week three of the NFL season starts tonight with Cleveland hosting Pittsburgh. On Sunday, the Texans travel to Chicago, and the Cowboys don't play until Monday night when they visit the New York Giants. The high school football season enters week five tonight with the University Trojans going to Colleen to tangle with the Chaparral Bobcats. You can hear the game on 104.9 Star FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys and the Giants Monday night. R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys joins us this morning. R.J., good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Um, fun to have a Sunday to look forward to without a Cowboys game. Nice to enjoy the Red Zone <laughs> channel and whatnot. Uh, so, um, you know, it, today's the first official day of fall. It's all pointing up. Yeah. So what will you, what will you do with your Sunday? I mean, I will be watching football. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I mean, the, the best Sundays, I mean, selfishly speaking, are the ones where I, I can watch the Red Zone channel and just kind of soak up all the NFL action across the league. Um, and then, you know, if the Cowboys are on Sunday Night Football, just kind of lock in and focus. But um, with, with the Monday night game, it makes Tuesday morning a big pain, but, but it gives the opportunity to just kind of sit back and relax all day Sunday. What was, uh, what was your overall impressions of Cooper Rush last Sunday? 
You know, um, every blind squirrel, I suppose. Uh, but, um, but, but Cooper has found it twice now. Um, honestly, you know, I, I don't think it's, um, it's incorrect or it was incorrect to have doubted Cooper. Um, I, I'm, I'm happy to be pleasantly surprised and to be wrong here. I do think that the Cowboys um, let him play. And, and I think that that's something that, that, that sounds like an oversimplification, but that's something we haven't seen from this team in backup quarterbacks in a very long time. Generally, they do kind of turtle up. And so I, I give Cooper all the credit in the world. I mean, he, he was given the freedom and the liberty to, to be a little bit aggressive with the ball, and he was. I mean, he, he was challenged and, and didn't, didn't shy away from anything. It was, um, it, was, it was, to be frank, the exact opposite of what everybody in the whole world expected. When you saw what he was capable of doing, obviously, you know, I, I, I think that they slimmed down the playbook and, and Kellen Moore stayed away from his little bag of tricks that we normally see. Does that make you scratch your head and say, well, then why do we have to do that for Dak? Yeah, it, it does. I mean, you know, it's, um, it's really frustrating. Uh, I, I haven't in a while, but my wife and I went through a phase and we watched a lot of cooking shows and it just kind of feels like, hey, you know what? meat you know rice potatoes (laughs) like you know it's it just just play the hits right like nobody's asking you to to make a a world-renowned meal with uh cottage cheese and uh you know baking soda right like you don't have to make this harder on yourself it feels like that's what uh what what keller more often does i mean i think it's important to, to acknowledge the the stupid trick play that we saw in week one that was the third play of the game you know what i mean like kellen went all off season and, and just couldn't wait to pull the trigger on that thing and and those things often cause more harm than good. And I think um, I think that they need to oversimplify things in the sense of, you know, I'm not saying you got to run the ball or things like that, but the, the, the straight up normal stuff, the play action, the, the, you know, one, two, three reads, those still work even with an elite quarterback like Dak Prescott. He, it doesn't, it doesn't count for more if, if Dak is your hero. I mean, it all counts the same touchdowns are always worth six points. Any concerns at all uh, about the defense, uh, it, it, particularly in the second half? They they just couldn't get off the field. I mean, Cincinnati dominated time of possession because they dominated time of snaps. Not at all for me. I mean, they, they did. You know, I think that's fair. But I mean, I think they were put in some some disadvantages, uh, disadvantageous seasons by uh, situations. Excuse me, by the offense. I mean. Cowboys defense was out there a ton because the Cowboys offense didn't take their foot off the gas. If, if I have any criticism for anybody um, in the second half, it's, it's Kellen Moore. Um, I think the defense more than answered the call. And I think, you know, we often, um, we do oversimplify things and, and we live in one truth. Well, this must mean the Cowboys are great. This must mean the Bengals are trash. The, the truth is often somewhere in between and multiple things can be true. And so I think we're learning that, that the Bengals maybe are not this, this AFC powerhouse. That doesn't mean they're, that they're trash. Um, but, but I do think the Cowboys benefited from, from playing a weaker team. And, and, and obviously, they, they have quite the, the prowess recently with having a loss the Super Bowl last year. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the Cowboys did still limit an incredible offense and an incredible quarterback. And so the defense being able to do that, I mean, the defense, if you do over, I've said the word oversimplify a thousand times, but if you do oversimplify it, I mean, they allowed one touchdown and, you know, under 300 total yards. Um, to an offense that, that we at least respect, you know, in, in some way, shape, or form. And they did that without forcing any takeaways, which is impressive. I mean, so you're talking about, to your point, opportunity after opportunity after opportunity that the Cowboys were just able to kind of put out. And so that is super impressive. And this this was predictable, though, right? We, we've talked a lot about how the turnovers were going to regress to the mean. They had six through the first two games last year. They have two right now. 
Um, so the fact that they're they're finding ways to still be elite and still contribute despite the lack of turnovers is really impressive. Is Micah Parson the best draft pick for the Dallas Cowboys in recent memory anyway? I mean, <laughs> you, you could say Dak. I mean, just you find a franchise quarterback, that's, that's a different thing. Um, but and, – and Micah was an accident. I mean, like, I, I think we kind of forget that. And, um, you know, they traded back, first of all. Um, if they really thought he was this dude, there's no way they trade back, especially with the Eagles of all teams. And look, I'm happy about my guy. I would not undo that pick, but his evaluation was as an off the ball linebacker. And to be straight up, I would never think it was wise for any NFL team to take an off the ball linebacker with the, t- with the 10th or even what became the 12th overall pick. Um, he just so happened to be this incredible, you know, super freakazoid that you can play at any position and, and do anything with. And so obviously that, that, um, that increases his value, but he is incredible. He is, he is almost single-handedly breathing life into them right now. I mean, he did do it against the Bengals. And so um, I, I have to imagine he's, he's got several defensive player of the years, you know, coming his way throughout his career. He might be enough to, to drag this lifeless offense um, either through the Dakless period or through the whole season as a whole. Well, you mentioned that uh, it looks like that there's a possibility that Michael Gallup gets back into the lineup uh, on as early as Sunday. If he's in there opposite of C.D. Lamb uh, and giving the Cowboys another weapon, what's that do for for your backup quarterback, Cooper Rush? Who'll get a, looks like he'll get another start. I mean, it obviously um, it helps him out. I mean, it increases your odds of success and things like that. I mean, but I do think we need to temper expectations. I mean, Michael Gallup hasn't played since what was it, January 17th or, or whatever it was, January 3rd. Um, you know, it was week 17 when, when he tore his ACL against the Cardinals. And so we're talking about it's been almost nine months since Michael Gallup has played live-action football of any kind. And so it's not just, hey, you're insor- inserting this, this superstar receiver. Obviously, we all believe he'll get there, but you have to temper those expectations. But it, it does help. I mean, there's, there's just no way that it doesn't. It allows you to, to have some threat off opposite of CDLM. All credit in the world to Noah Brown. He, he could have 200 yards this week, and he still would not be viewed as a legitimate threat opposite of C.D. Lamb. Um, so it, it helps unlock things. You're, you're distributing the weight all the more. Um, you know, you're putting another trust under the bridge because right now the, the, the point of collapse was very, very obvious, and Cooper Rush came in and stabilized things, but Michael Gallup coming back would certainly help a long way. Did Diggs play an incredible game on Sunday? I know it was very quiet for Diggs, other than the, the big tackle that he made. But just watching him on film, he, to me, played an exceptional game and, and may have been the, the unseen star of that defense. Yeah, I don't think that's that's unfair. I mean, he certainly had the, the more pivotal and consequential moments at the end. Everybody saw the third down stop on Tyler Boyd. The second down stop right before that against Joe Mixon was important as well. Um, and and that's, that's another one of those examples, right? Like, you know, this time last year, he had two interceptions. He has, he has none this year. What a loser. You know what I mean? But, but that was what we talked about was that is so impossible to sustain, but he can still improve. He can still become a better overall player, even if the takeaways aren't there. And we're seeing that. I mean, the Trayvon Diggs of last year, as much as I loved him and you loved him, I mean, there's no way he tackles like that. I mean, you know, pe- people, again, live in one extreme or the other. How dare you criticize Trayvon Diggs and say a third? No. Some of the criticisms are fair. He, he was somebody who shied away from, from run defense. He was somebody who shied away from contact. He was not somebody who we saw get physical, and, and therefore we saw teams attack him in that sense. And that was not the dude that we saw against Cincinnati. I didn't personally think there was a lot to what Jamar Chase had to say. 
Um, I loved it from a content creation standpoint. It was wonderful. I, I think the players should talk trash like that all the time. Helps me keep food on my table. Um, but um, I, I do think that, that Trayvon is one of those players who can internalize those kinds of slights and, and do what he wants with them. I mean, his brother's like that, and, and I think that they're wired a little bit differently, and so it was awesome to see him play that way. Offensive line, uh, I, I, you know, we've talked about it a lot here on the program. The first couple of ball games, I think they've held up extremely well. They really have. And, you know, if the Cowboys want to dunk on me and dunk on everybody about Tyler Smith and take some victory laps, by all means, I mean, they, they have certainly earned that right. Um, the, the Vogue argument right now, and I don't know what side of the coin you guys fall on here, but is what to do with Jason Peters. Well, Tyler Smith has been awesome for two games, so we, we have to keep him at left tackle. Why? Boo hockey. I mean, Jason Peters has played left tackle for 100 years. You know, I, I do think that, that that line of thought comes from the same place that we criticize the Cowboys for, right? Like being reactionary, living in the moment. Now, there is something to having more information and learning and adapting and adjusting and developing, but I mean, they've, they've been very, very fortunate to skate by these two great defenses, and, and they have one win to show for it, and that's awesome. But their questions at left guard are still massive. They still don't have a viable swing tackle. Think about that. Like, think about everything we've been through, and they still haven't gone out and, and found a proper and true swing tackle. And so if, if Jason Peters isn't playing left tackle, I'll be a little bit disappointed. I know we've heard it year in and year out uh, since the big year for Ezekiel Elliott, but – is he a a big, nice surprise the way he's putting his foot in the ground and, and just getting positive yardage? I think so. Um, I mean, um, again, that's that's one of those, you know, extreme things people have said. He, he's either you, There's either the Zeke stands that think he's wonderful or the dudes who think that the Cowboys should find a way to get rid of him now. And, again, he's a, he's a fine player. He's just not, you know, I mean – get all your money, Zeke. But, but if, if it was my football team, I wouldn't pay a running back $90 million. And so um, he, he's been a, a solid player, um, solid in, in stretches, solid in spurts, certainly helpful in pass protection and helpful when, when Tony Pollard is, is not in the game. But I do think, I mean, we saw it on display. Tony Pollard had the 46 yard, you know, pitch and catch that took them down to the one yard line. That's the dude. That, I mean, and I, I'm not saying this needs to be a hundred zero proposition, but there's just, it, it's so hard to justify a touch for Zeke when that touch could be Tony Pollard. And so I, I love Zeke and want him incorporated. And I believe he provides some value to this offense, but it's not as much value as Tony Pollard provides. Hey, what are we working on uh, for, for blogging the boys? What's coming up? Well, it's, um, it's a good time. Uh, certainly uh, we're riding the wave. We're, we're enjoying things. Uh, everybody put the pitchforks down. And so, um, you know, and on top of that, they, they get to play on Monday night, Troy on the call, uh, the Manning cast. I mean, every kind of bell and whistle is surrounding this game. It's a classic rivalry. It's kind of nice, um, you know, to have a, a Cowboys-Giants game with some juice. They, they haven't really had much in the Dak Prescott era. In fact, I mean, the Giants are favorite. Um, I haven't checked this this morning, but that line has, has gradually decreased. So I hope you got it when you could. The Cowboys opened as three-point dogs. It was two and a half yesterday. It was down to one last night when I checked. And so um, who knows? Maybe this winds up a straight pick them. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see the Cowboys and Giants play a, a real and true competitive game and one that does not feature Jason Garrett. I mean, it, it talk about 100 years. It's been 100 years since these two teams played a game in September that Jason Garrett was not a part of. RJ, as always, it is a pleasure, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. That's RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys. Did you realize when the Cowboys take the field Monday night, there's only one team 
that has appeared on Monday Night Football more than the Cowboys. You know who it is? And it may surprise you. In fact, the, it surprised me. The New York football giants? No. I'm, no I'm going to guess the Bears. No. How about the Miami Dolphins? Oh. We could have wow. stayed here for 30 minutes. Yeah. You, you know what <laughs> no. I mean? No. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't have guessed that. Would not have guessed that. Absolutely <laughs> not. But, yeah, the, uh, the, the Cowboys will make their 84th appearance on Monday Night Football. Only the Dolphins with 86 have more appearances huh. than the Cowboys. And I, I, we, we, we would have sat here for 45 minutes. I'd have never said Miami. <laughs> no. I mean, there's Me a lot. Pittsburgh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, not, not Monday night. All right, 743 coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to switch gears and turn our attention to some high school football and, and tell you what we think what will happen coming up this weekend. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 Conference opener for Coach Dave Aranda and the defending Big 12 champion Bears this Saturday in Ames as Baylor takes on Iowa State. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky. Bears, Cyclones. This Saturday from Jack Trice Stadium in Ames. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A two-run homer by Kyle Tucker broke a 2-2 tie to help send the Astros to a series sweep of Tampa Bay 5-2. Dane Dunning and three Rangers relievers allowed just two runs in a 7-2 Texas win over the Angels. That series concludes this afternoon in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Week three of the NFL season starts tonight with Cleveland hosting Pittsburgh. On Sunday, the Texans travel to Chicago, and the Cowboys don't play until Monday night when they visit the New York Giants. The high school football season enters week five tonight with the University Trojans going to Colleen to tangle with the Chaparral Bobcats. You can hear the game on 104.9 Star FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 748, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. You just heard Lark with our update talking about the uh, University Trojans and the Chaparral Bobcats coming up tonight on 104.9. Uh, let's let's go ahead, guys, and, and pick our games for this week and see uh, see where we're headed. So this is week five pickums. We got a great slate of games this week, gentlemen. Hey, and we, did you hear what he just said? Yeah, Ward we, White. Yeah, we were talking about that last night at the coaches' show. This is week five, or halfway through the regular season already. Yeah, once we complete to, uh, this weekend's games, we're halfway home of the regular season. And wow. We will start in Bryan, Texas, where the two and two Temple Wildcats will take on the Bryan Vikings. Ward, this is your game. When you look at it, what do you see? Temple. I'm going Temple too. I, I again, I've had conversations with people, and 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 I saw Temple up close and personal a couple of weeks ago. I, I like this football team. I know they're two and two, but they played a heck of a non-district yeah. schedule. I'm going Temple. Yeah, I th- I'm I'm with you. I think they're more battle tested. I'll take Temple on the road, and then game two, Lake Belton here at Waco ISD Stadium to take on the Lions at one and three. Tom, I think this talent-wise may be the best team of the district. Uh, I, I think this comes down to Middle Lothian and Lake Belton. And uh, Waco's still in that rebuild right now. And I, I'm going to go Lake Belton. Ward? Lake Belton. Lake Belton for me as well. And then our game tonight in Colleen, the University Trojans will take on the Chaparral Bobcats. I'm going to take University in this one. What about you, Ward? Chaparral. I'm going University. I, I, I think I think Lasseter, Coach Lasseter, has got them on the right track. And I think they sneak in a win here. And a big non-district game here, 4-0 China Spring at Dallas Parish Episcopal. And uh, Tom? 
Well, I can't remember the last time China Spring has lost a football game, so until they do, I'm going Cougars. China. I'm going to go with Dallas Parish Episcopal on this one. Rosebud Lot at Crawford and a district opener. I'm going to take the Pirates in this one, Tom. Well, yeah, when you're giving up just a couple of points a game, uh, I think you got a pretty good chance to win. I'm going Crawford. Crawford. And then another interesting pre-district matchup, 2-2 two and two Robinson on the road at 2-2 two and two Hillsborough Ward. Robinson. I'm going with the Rockets as well, 4A over 3A. Rockets across the board. Brownwood at Connolly. Ward. Chop the wood. Give me Brownwood. Really? I'm, I'm taking Brownwood as well. I'll take the cadets. I know they're going to be without their quarterback, but I still think there's enough uh, talent on the field for uh, the cadets to get it done over at Mac People Stadium in downtown Northcrest. A huge district matchup in Class 3A Division One. Cameron Yo at the Lorena Leopards. I'm going to take Lorena in this one, Tom. Myself. Oh, yeah. Leopards. Leopards across the board. And then our ninth game, 3-1 and one Hutto at 0-4 Midway. Ward. Hippos. The Midway Panthers get their first win, and it's a district opener against the Hutto Hippos. I like it. I'm going to take Hutto in this one. And then our 10th and final game, 3-1 and one Johnson City at 3-1 and one Rogers. This is a heck of a game. Uh, I like Rogers at home. Rogers. I'm going to take Rogers as well. And that is the Week 5 Pick'em. There you go. It is uh, 7.52. We're 8 away from 8 o'clock. Get out. And you know what? If you don't have a, a, a an allegiance to a team – Get out and go see one of these games. Uh, there are a ton of great games. It's the best bang for your buck. You're going to love you some high school football here in Central Texas. We got, I, I, you know, I know I'm biased, but I think we have the best top to bottom, the best high school football in uh, in the state right here in Central Texas. All right, uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business, where you could check out the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star Edition with values up to $6,500 or get $1,750 uh, bonus cash back plus 2.9% financing for 72 months, or you could take 0% financing for 72 months. Don't forget, first responders, you get $500 cash back as well during Ram Power Days. Come check out the Ram as uh, it continues to be the truck of the year, the automobile. I mean, it's is there a better vehicle on the road than the Ram 1500? I don't think so. Check it out today at uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You can also take a look at those 22 Dodge Chargers or maybe the Challenger and get some great deals going there as well. It's the best selection of new and used vehicles right there at Allen Samuels plus a tremendous service department. You're going to love doing business with Ted Teague and his staff. It is Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat uh, 201 West uh, Loop 340 just down from Highway 84. Your friend in the car business. Time now for John Morris and today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with athletic director Mac Rhodes in a week of conference openers for volleyball, soccer, and football. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco. Because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Save big this month on a new 2022 Dodge Charger GT and get $500 bonus cash with 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, first responders get an extra $500 off your purchase. Stop by today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Today, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes in a week that saw volleyball open Big 12 play with a big win over TCU last night in the Farrell Center. Now, soccer and football following suit this week. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to uh, soccer's uh, Go Gold game. Uh, versus versus Oklahoma, um, as you mentioned, you know, tomorrow at, at 7 p.m. And so uh, that will be a, a great opener for, for them as, you know, they continue uh, to, to, to try to, you know, kind of find their, their rhythm and uh, new coach. And uh, I think she's doing a great job and, you know, uh, a lot of newcomers. And, and uh, again, just uh, appreciate um, – you know how how she's you know going through this season and 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 building a a foundation and so uh look forward to that um big game in in Ames um I'm kind of glad we're we're playing this time of year you know in the <laughs> you, past it's been a little colder you and me both <laughs> it's, it's been a little bit later in the in the year and um you know it's um the games, you know, between us over over the past, you know, certainly, you know, five six years, uh, home courts hold is held serve, and so, you know, we we need to find a way to to you know play really well at their place again. Eleven a.m. ESPN two supposed to be beautiful beautiful weather. They're three and zero. They're receiving votes in the coaches poll, so. Um, that will be a, a great contest, a great matchup for us. Yeah, they really have been really close, well-played games, haven't they, the last few years between Baylor and Iowa yeah, State? Yeah, they, they really have. And, uh, and uh, again, they're uh, – I don't know, they're, they're a really well-coached team. They're, they're very good both sides of the ball. And, you know, um, I think there's some similarities yeah. uh, between, the, between the two teams, I think – you know, both pride themselves on being physical and tough, and uh, and so it will be. Uh, I, I think it should be a really a, a great, great contest. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. 
Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hour two of the program. We're glad you're with us. And uh, we welcome into the show Nick Olson from Cyclone Alert. That's part of the uh, 247 family. Nick, good morning. How are you, buddy? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good to be back on. Uh, great to have you. Let's, uh, let's dive into this thing. Uh, the, the Cyclones have uh, three games under their belt. And when you look at the, the, the three wins, can you get a true read on this football team? Do you know what the identity of the, of the Cyclones in 22 are with wins over Southeast Missouri, Iowa, and Ohio? I think you can at least get a read on part of their identity, and that's their defense. Now, I've had pretty high expectations really since the spring. And granted, you know, SEMO, not a great team, right? And Iowa's got one of the worst offenses in the country. But Ohio, I did a pretty deep dive before that game, and they actually have some some talent that will at least play in, like, the CFL level, something like that on offense. So so they've got some good skill position players and Iowa state's defense really dominated that game. And not only limit limiting points, but they've really been impressive in forcing turnover so far this season as well. So I think kind of the backbone of this team is the defense. And then offensively, they're relying on Hunter Decker's arm a lot. Now, obviously they're going to run the ball still. And I know we'll get into that, but Decker's in his first year as a starter here has really impressed. So I think it's kind of twofold, relying on that defense, but not being able to stretch the field as well and not being afraid to do so with the young quarterback in Hunter Deckers. And Deckers being able to complete 78% of his passes, is that because of the play calling and and making it an easy route for him, or is he able to stretch the field when need to be? Yeah, I mean, the play calling has been great. And offensive coordinator Tom Manning, you know, Matt Campbell, they certainly – deserve some credit there but Decker's his accuracy is special I think that he can stretch the field very well really the only potential weakness he's shown is just not taking the best care of the ball but I think that's something that he knows and he's very sharp and I think he's aware that if that keeps up obviously the big 12 and conference play is kind of a a whole new challenge and that has to be improved but I think that he's really good guys and it's just impressive how much he's already done it certainly doesn't hurt when you've got NFL weapons and a guy like Xavier Hutchinson and 
really three different good running backs to kind of balance the best offensive line in four or five years. So there's a lot of good there, but I think Hunter Deckers gets some credit and deserves to the way he's kind of put it on the field thus far. I I find it interesting that uh, Iowa State's offense is very similar to Baylor's offense in that you have an experienced offensive line. I think you have four out of five starters back, and then the inexperience comes in some of those skill positions, no Brock Purdy and no Brees Hall. But it isn't to me, it's just kind of ironic that both of these offenses kind of are in the same situation. No, that's exactly right. I've seen, uh, you know, Baylor's offensive line, one of the top rated units really in the country. And the thing about Iowa State, and I'm not sure how many units really, no matter what the conference, Big 12, Big 10, SEC, have a better interior on the offensive line than the Cyclones. Senator Trevor Downing and guards Daryl Simmons and Hufford, they are just really, really impressive. Their experience, I believe all three of them are fifth-year guys, so they've, they've been starters, they've been around the program, and they really have some good chemistry together. Downing, you'll, you'll see him playing on Sundays. He made the move from guard to center this season, and he's a guy that really kind of leads by example and is actually one of the best pass protectors in the country so far this season on that interior. But I totally agree. It's interesting when you need to win in the trenches, you rely on that offensive line, and that can kind of help some of the younger skill position guys progress, as we've seen with Decker so far this season. Do you expect on Saturday to this be more of an old-school football game look with the run attack and being able to be physical on the offense and defensive line from both sides of the ball? See, I, I know that's something that's been talked about and, you know, some of the Vegas lines would kind of imply that too, but I don't necessarily, at least from Iowa State's end, I feel like I know that Baylor is still full of talent and especially speed on the defense, but they lost a lot in terms of linebacker and secondary to the NFL. And I think that the Cyclones, you know, are smart enough to try to attack that and kind of go deep with passing the ball. They have a good running attack, like I mentioned, but it feels like, Deckers, the pass game with Xavier Hutchinson. The tight end room doesn't get necessarily a ton of talk yet, but I mean, they've got a couple touchdowns on the year, and they've just got some young budding players, sophomores, juniors at wideout that have made some huge plays. I think about the Iowa game. So I feel like if Iowa State wants to win this game, which of course they do, I, I feel like they can't necessarily be too conservative with that. They are physical, especially in the run game and on the interior. But I think to stretch the field and try to attack some of those maybe younger or less experienced corners from Baylor, I know that they lost a couple of guys to the draft in the second and third round already. I feel like that would really be beneficial. I think that we got to speak with Deckers a little bit this week. I know that he is very confident. He usually kind of holds this uh, calm, cool, and collected you know, kind of representation of his personality. And I think that Iowa State will have a chance to attack a little bit once they get that run game established, like you mentioned. I like that. Visiting with Nick Olson from uh, Cyclone Alert, part of the 247 family. Uh, Nick, tell us a little bit about uh, uh, the the running back, Jairo Brock. Uh, It it looks like they get him involved in the pass game as well. Yeah, so he, he certainly has the tools to be a pass catcher. He's great at pass pro, but the thing about Jirel is he's just such a complete running back. He's been around, I believe this is his fourth year with the program, right? He got some touches the last three years, but obviously Brees Hall was there, one of the best backs in the entire country. So he's put in the work, he's waited his time, and now 
I'll be honest. I mean, I knew kind of in glimpses that he'd be a good player. I don't think I knew quite how good he really is. They really relied on him in Iowa City. That was like that physical game that you guys just kind of mentioned. Uh, He hits the hole really hard. He's strong. He's physical. And what he's impressed on this year is kind of his shiftiness and cutback ability. So he's not someone that's easy to bring down. Like I mentioned, he's complete. So you can have him in on one, two, and three for pass pro and things like that. And he just has the utmost kind of leadership and respect from his teammates. The time that he's put in and the way that he's handled things. He's a really good player, guys. He got over 100 yards the first two weeks. Ironically, didn't in the in the Ohio game, probably the worst defense out of those three, but they just simply didn't need to kind of rely on him as much in that blowout. And I think you can expect him to certainly continue to be a focal point in this offense, along with the arm of Hunter Deckers. Yep. At what point does the noise of Matt Campbell being up for every job in the country start to be a problem for Iowa State, or are they just so used to it that it doesn't even matter anymore? Yeah, so I've been impressed with with the fan base and certainly this team because I'm a little newer around here and like I I couldn't believe kind of just how often his name is thrown around and sometimes the other teams that are mentioned will actually go for him and I mean, why wouldn't you? He's really impressed, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the interest is mutual and I can tell you Campbell is a guy that is 1,000% locked in on this season as are the players. So I would say, unfortunately, it's come up so much that they're used to it. But fortunately for the team, they're locked in. I feel like they kind of really understand who Campbell is, how focused he is. And I think that the staff and the players are showing that. I mean, they're 3-0. and Baylor's coming to town. That's a really good team. I feel like either team has a shot to win. I think that the line kind of shows that. And I wouldn't be surprised by any means to see Iowa State get another win or two before they pick up their first loss of the year what's what does this game in your opinion come down to to me it comes down to the trenches the O-line and the D-line that's kind of what I've been writing I think that Baylor's offensive line is so good I feel that Iowa State has the opportunity to potentially line up in a couple different fronts they've got at least two potential NFL guys on that D-line. Obviously, Will McDonald, the top five to seven pass rusher in the entire country. They've moved him inside a little bit as well. They did in Iowa. So if it becomes more physical, I think that he's got the chance to do that. A couple linebackers, big linebackers have really impressed. So that's the biggest matchup to me. I mentioned for Iowa State kind of attacking that secondary, but I mean, if you know, Shapin has all day to throw, or if he's able to make some plays with his legs, I do think that could hurt the Cyclones long-term. And I feel like that front, we'll say six or seven for Iowa State, depending on kind of how they're scheming and how they're lining up. That's going to be the biggest deal for me for that Cyclones defense. Nick, what are you, uh, what are you working on this week for uh, Cyclone Alert? Yeah, so I've actually got a major uh, preview coming out later that I I did with someone from your your area uh, for this game. And then a couple big basketball visitors coming soon. So I'm going to be writing a preview there. And then a tight end feature for tomorrow, just because it's a group that I feel like hasn't been talked about quite as much. We've actually got a 50% VIP promo going as well, guys. That sounds great, and we appreciate your time as always. Nick, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Great to be back. Thanks, guys.
Have a great day. That's Nick Olson from Cyclone Alert, part of the 247 family. It's uh, 810, 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. The Midway Coaches Show with Shane Anderson is brought to you by Automatic Chef Canteen, Benchmark Mortgage, Frontier Waste Solutions, and TFNB, your bank for life. Coach, you made a, uh, a change at quarterback, and it, uh, it paid dividends. Uh, you were very productive at that position the other night against Rockwall Heath. Yeah, you know, uh, Junior Thornton, uh, you know, we knew what we had uh, as far as athletic ability and, you know, playbacking ability. And, you know, he was a quarterback through junior high in his freshman year. So, you know, he knows the position. And, um, you know, we'd done some wildcat stuff with him, but we felt like giving him the week to prepare to be the starter and, and going to the game as a starter. And, you know, first play from scrimmage, he went 68 yards for a touchdown. And then, you know, he, he I think he rushed for almost 300 yards on the night. So, seven to nine in passing. So, you know, he, he did produce for us, and then it gives us something to build on. It gives us a little bit of an identity. And I guess it creates a, uh, a challenge for defenses when you have somebody that's a dual threat back there at the quarterback position. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he uh, not only can he run it, he can throw it well as well. And, you know, it's just uh, making sure that we, you know, get in some formations and do some things to get some guys open and, and give him some opportunities to throw it and loosen the box up. And then once we get those numbers and – you know, can uh, can between him and Dom and, and Draylon Magruder get those guys back there and, and get them loose and, and uh, you know, let them go make plays. I know that you, you haven't won the games that you wanted to win, but do you feel like your team is close as you get ready to head into district? Yeah, you know, I think we're definitely a better football team. We've played a very, very tough non-district schedule. Uh, you know, going back uh, and looking, uh, you know, across the board, uh, you know, between uh, the four teams we played in non-district, I guess everybody's 11-2, and two, uh, something like that. Rockwall Heath had a loss to, to Denton Geyer, and uh, Vandergriff had the loss to Dripping Spring. Other than that, uh, Permian's undefeated, and uh, Mansfield's undefeated. And so we've played some good football teams and, and played some really good football players. And so I think it's prepared us, and I think we'll be ready, uh, you know, this time Friday when we – get to a district ESPN Central Texas When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, Frontier waste.com game time weekday seven to nine is your first word in local sports tfnb your bank for life supports central texas football find out why more central texas are making tfnb their bank for life sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app banking has never been easier tfnb your bank for life member fdic 
locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, 16 after 8. This is game time. <laughs> what? You're, you're laughing and I haven't even introduced you. <laughs> Stephanie from Sales. What are you wearing? Well, our sister station today. Yeah? We're doing a live broadcast, so I've got it. Where at? Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. There you go. At 1130 to 1. Huh. Yours truly will be there. Lunchtime. And Monday, you and I got another one for ESPN, so yeah, come join the fun. Absolutely. We were talking about it earlier. We're going to... We're talking about what's the difference between a cow and a bull. No, we weren't. (laughs) You were. Well, if you look at them from face on, you don't know. Okay. What what are we talking about today? A 61-year-old grandma named Gina Harden. She's from Florida. Oh, that's the girl that ran ran the English she Channel. She swam. <laughs> she didn't run it. Do you even know where the English Channel is? Do you, Tom? Yeah. Where? It's in England. That's correct. That is correct. It's amazing how they come up with it's English the... Channel. <laughs> it, it, you well, know. it could be like up by New England in that state. That'd be the New English Channel. Maybe not. Anyways, Gene Harden, get this. She was a captain in the Navy. She was the very first woman to be a diver in the Navy. And uh, she likes to swim, obviously. So her goal was to swim across the English Channel. She did it. She trained for two years. It took her 16 hours. Wow. She had a pilot boat by her side. I don't know what a pilot boat is. I guess just a boat with her friends and her trainer cheering her on. And uh, the only time that she slowed down, she said, was to take a drink Eat a banana and a Twinkie. How do you eat a Twinkie in the ocean? Like it's gonna be wet with your mouth. Well, no, duh. But uh, it was thirty-three miles, and she did it. And the oh, it whole, wasn't a hundred or more. It was thirty-three. It was oh. like a hundred. Oh, okay. Because, or more. Okay, so she went from the coast of England to the northern coast of France. So that's thirty-three miles. Did she have her what? passport with her? 
How do you have a passport with you when you're swimming? She's changing countries. Crossing Ma- international borders? She is. So I'm assuming her pilot boat and her friends had it. Oh, okay. I would think so. But here's the moral of the story. Oh, there's a moral. <laughs> it's never too late at any age to go after your goals. That is a quote from her. Hmm. I think that's pretty cool. And this grandma's when, real. <laughs> when, did she, when did she do it? Um, A while back. When did she do it? This was August of 2021. 21, yeah. That's not too far back. Like a year? Like a year. Like a year. <laughs> yeah. a, a year or more? A year or more. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, or more because it's September. So, yeah. It's you like know, a year and two months. The other way to... Wait, a year it, and two months? Yeah, back, right? If One would, month. Uh, what was, month is it? Where, where are we? September. <laughs> we're in September. She did it what, in June? August. 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 Oh, well, thought, th- this news report came out in August. She might have done it in late in June or July. Oh, yeah. Would but. you like for us to prepare your story? <laughs> <laughs> I had a good one today. Oh. Gosh. No. Okay. I haven't had my full rock star yet, but that's kind of cool, right, Ward? Yeah, that's... I mean, kind of cool. Water. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either. There's fish in that water. You think? And sharks, octopuses. I don't like. I don't like to get in the ocean, so I wouldn't do it. Or the lake. It's gross. You, you think there's sharks in the English Channel? It's part of the Atlantic. Yeah. See, Fair. it could be Maybe whales a, too. I was going to say there could be whales. There could be whales. Yeah. Those whales are big. They could eat you. They could eat you. So, anyways, happy Thursday. Go sell Wednesday. something. Wednesday. What's today? Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. God, what day of the week is it, What stuff? day is it? I don't mean, it's been a long week, right? <laughs> no, it really hasn't. I, it's fun by for me. We, we were talking about it this morning before we went on the air, how quickly this week is just boom, and it's yeah. really? Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I feel the opposite. Uh, last week was dragged on for me. I don't know why, but this week is just, like, a, just a snap, and we're already to Thursday. I don't know. It's the heat, man. It's uh. getting to my brain cells and everything. <laughs> I don't, think, oh, they, that's I don't it. think it's the heat. That's it. It is the heat. We need some cooler weather. Let's oh, those, okay. Cooler <laughs> weather makes me smarter. <laughs> that's <Really>? my motto. <laughs> Somebody write that down. Yeah. Cooler weather makes me smarter. It does. Sunshine, you could be in an iceberg and... <laughs> What does that mean? I'd be really smart? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exactly what it means. I am smart. All right. Go sell All something. Right. Have a great day. Y'all too. See ya. Bye. All right. There goes Stephanie from sales. <laughs> uh, talking about a grandmother running the English Channel. She said that 14 times before we had to explain that it was swimming. Enough. <laughs> Enough. Well, that she could have ran it if she wanted to. Yeah. She could have used the English Channel tunnel. That's built for the railroad. So yeah. if she wanted to run it, she that 22 miles, she could have run yeah, that. Absolutely. All right. Avoid the trains. It's 22 after eight. We're, again, I, I never know how to get back out of the ditch and, and back <laughs> on the road after the, after that after that wreck. Uh, I, I You know, we and I, I think we talked about this at the top of the show, or maybe we talked about it off the air, but I want to get into it a little bit. There's, there is a proposed new college football calendar the new the cfb which is you know the 10 fbs conferences plus notre dame they're proposing a new calendar there's all kinds of stuff in there dead periods for recruiting how to handle this and i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts but one of the things and and, and again let me preface this by saying there's a lot of things that got to happen before this happens 
But there's a conversation about opening up that zero week. Remember, we never heard of college football zero week until this year. That's the first time they used that term. First of all, I find that ironic. What is the total of zero? Zero. Exactly. So how can you have some if it's zero? Anyway, with, with that, we've talked about this a million times. With that said, there is conversation about opening up the zero week for college football teams to play college to play games without having to uh, apply because right now you have to apply to play zero week and it's granted if teams are playing in Hawaii or playing overseas or there's a kickoff classic or something and what do we have I think we had ten or eleven zero week games involving Division one teams. With that said, there's conversation about opening that up. And allowing teams to schedule that zero-week game, which would mean, what, 12 games over 14 weeks instead of 13 weeks because everybody has a buy in there. Uh, it's just make it week one and be done with it. Well, first of all, don't do it. That's my, my deal. I would tell you this. As much as I love high school football, I don't like playing in August. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah. Why? I, I'm ready for it to get started. Let's let's go. Well, that's so okay. So you're ready for it to get started. You're probably ready for it to get started in July. I mean, but I, I like the okay. So the NFL they start like the second. They start the week after Labor Day. Why mm-hmm. they play the longest season? You would think if anybody wanted to get started, it would be the National Football League. But you know mm-hmm. now we're, now we're taking the Super Bowl into yeah, February. But the, that that's because the NFL is relevant, twenty four seven, three sixty five. It is. I get that. I'm just saying from my from my perspective, high school football in Texas starts too soon, the NFL starts too late, and college football is just right. I don't think I, so. I love it the I, first I week in college football to start a week earlier, just like high school football does, and, and I'm okay where the NFL is. Not me. I I, I want the NFL to, to open up. Yeah, the, but you're old and grumpy. Yeah, well, so are you. No, I'm not. I'm not old. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Newsflash. No, I'm not. I refuse. Guy walks with a no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just I love that, you know, I get football, your point. football opening Labor Day weekend and, and that's to me that's when it's supposed to start. Mm-hmm. It's you, I get it. And that's when we started in, in high school, isn't it? The Labor Day yeah, Labor Day weekend. We would we would play high school football a hundred years ago with those leather helmets and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a leather helmet, Ryan? Yeah, I have one. Well, I've, Do you really? Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of, you know, the players wearing them and like old tape of them playing back in the Sammy Baugh days, but okay, never in person though. All right. Anyway, I, I just, there's conversation. It hasn't, it hasn't gone anywhere yet. But I I expect them to move it up, and there's going to be because of what you always say. Money, the television money is going to yeah. get involved, and they're going to move. There's there's going to be a, more than a handful of games. It, it will be, yeah. I mean, there was eleven last year. I promise you, if they can go, hey, we've got all these games that we can put on. So yeah, you're going to have a a a twelve game season that now stretches over fourteen weeks instead of thirteen. Mm-hmm. But yet, what is one of the greatest arguments about not expanding? Well, the season's too long. That's exactly right. That's exactly well, right. I, I wish they I, would I, cut those... the season back to 10 like it used to be and expand the playoffs. Well, I'm, you wouldn't bother me if they did that because there's enough money to go around to all of the Division One programs because that's what it's about. They can't cut the season back because they'll, they'll lose money. Well, no, they won't. Not if you increase the revenue that they're receiving 
because of the playoff. It's and you make a, a very valid point. But one of the arguments is we can't expand because uh, player safety, player safety, player safety. Yep, you know you, you're wanting to, you know, and you're saying, well, hang on, they're they're playing the same amount of games, but you're still practicing. You know, you're still putting, you're still practicing, so the season is longer. It just is. All right. Uh, I, I was just, I, I just want to throw that out there for conversation. Uh, zero week. And if, and I'm like you, if you do move forward with this ward, it's week one. Yeah, it is. I don't, I refuse to call it week zero. Right. Because zero means none. Yeah. There's no such thing as week zero. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> come on. It's week one of 14 instead of week one of 13. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Uh, 827. We're going to bring Bryce Cherry. Uh, for the Waco Trib in, and we'll talk some high school football. We'll talk some college football, get his thoughts on what's going on with uh, Baylor and Iowa State, and look around uh, Central Texas with uh, more great high school football games. That's next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Kevin Eschenfelder, our guest, University of Houston, football play-by-play. I think the anticipation is going to be much greater. You know, we're going to be able to build rivalries between uh, Houston and Baylor and, and, you know, historic rivalries that the guys that are your age can, you know, think back and appreciate those teams that played against one another in the Southwest Conference days. And, uh, you know, I think college football will be better for it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. At Morrison's Gifts, they get it. It's just too early to think about gifts for the holidays, and suddenly you realize they're here and you just don't have the money for the gifts they really deserve. That's why Morrison's offers layaway. Spread those payments out and be a hero at the holidays. Choose from John Hart and Cotuela bags, totes and purses, jelly cat plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. That's Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at the corner of Waco Drive in Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry has been practicing dentistry in Waco for 23 years. Her caring staff prides itself on having over 135 combined years of dedication to creating healthy, beautiful smiles. Jennifer Grant DDS offers all aspects of dentistry, general cosmetic, preventative and whitening, and there's no need to be afraid of the dentist. Jennifer Grant DDS offers non-IV sedation. New patients are welcome, and most insurance plans are accepted. Jennifer Grant Family Dentistry, where you'll be treated like family. JenniferGrantDDS.com. Call today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A two-run homer by Kyle Tucker broke a 2-2 tie to help send the Astros to a series sweep of Tampa Bay 5-2. Houston now heads to Baltimore for a four-game weekend series. Dane Dunning and three Rangers relievers allowed just two runs in a 7-2 Texas win over the Angels. That series concludes this afternoon in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Week three of the NFL season starts tonight with Cleveland hosting Pittsburgh. On Sunday, the Texans travel to Chicago, and the Cowboys don't play until Monday night when they visit the New York Giants. The high school football season enters week five tonight with the University Trojans going to Colleen to tangle with the Chaparral Bobcats. You can hear the game on 104.9 Star FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 831. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Rise and shine. It is a uh, Thursday morning. We say good morning to Bryce Cherry of the Waco Trib. Good morning, Bryce. How are we? Doing well. How about you guys? Terrific. We appreciate the time as always this morning. Uh, Bryce, let's start on, on the college front. Uh, I was just, you know... Looking at this Baylor and Iowa State game, is to me there's a lot of similarities between these two teams. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, the definition of a toss-up game, really. Uh, I'm glad I make my picks till tomorrow because I'm not sure who I'm taking in this one. But uh, I think you can draw a comparison to uh, last year about this time and. Um, when Iowa State was the unranked team and Baylor was the ranked team and, and kind of the, um, you know, so, I mean, I think that the, the actual, so I'm flipping that actually. Iowa State was the ranked team. Baylor was the unranked team early in the morning. Got to get all this straightened out. But uh, now the, the roles are a little flipped. Baylor's the ranked team. Iowa State's the unranked team, but they're 3-0. and defenses are playing really well and you can say the same thing about Baylor I think Baylor still hasn't gotten to where it wants to be in terms of their robbers and jackers thing I mean they haven't really forced a lot of turnovers uh, to this point of the season that was certainly a strength of last year's team when they had Jalen Petrie and JT Woods and Terrell Bernard those guys I mean JT Woods always seemed like he was just a turnover machine um just had a magnet for the ball, but um, but Iowa State is gritty and tough, and it's, that's going to be a tough place to win. It always is, uh, but certainly when Matt Campbell has the Cyclones going like he does, it's going to be even tougher. What do you think the key to the game will be for the Bears? Uh, I'd say limiting turnovers. I mean, I know that's kind of a boring answer, but it certainly always uh, coincides nicely with you know with success. Uh, if you're able to uh, protect the ball um, and, you know, just 
kind of execute, you know, give yourself a chance to win it. Um, you know, that's that's kind of what you want to do, especially when you're playing on the road in a hostile environment. Bryce, uh, a couple of weeks ago after the, the BYU game, uh, Dave Aranda okay. talked about uh, the offensive unit in particular, you know, throwing and, and the receivers and, and, the, and the blockers, as he put it, uh, playing timid. And that's one of the things I think has to get fixed going into this game. And you can, you, you, there's no way that you, you measure that in the Texas State game because they were at home. Is that, is that something you'll be looking for as well? Oh, no doubt. I mean, that's, that's an area that's got to improve and get progressively better to the point of maybe even domination. You know, I mean, uh, with a veteran offensive line like you have, uh, I don't think you should have timidity among that, that line. I mean, I think, you know, you should have uh, experience and strength and, you know, everything that goes along with that. And it's been a little surprising just uh, how slowly the line has kind of come along this year. I mean, I think we all thought that would be a, a major strength of this team. And, you know, it's been a little shaky and certainly was uh, a little shaky at BYU uh, particularly from a pass blocking standpoint, to the fo- to the point where they really, you know, didn't didn't throw a ton of passes. I mean, they really kind of stuck to the ground game, um, and you know, it's a little perplexing. Uh, but yeah, it's something they've got to get figured out. What is the other intriguing game from the Big Twelve that you're looking at this weekend? Man, there's a couple of them, really. I mean, uh, to me, I guess you got to start with. Uh, Texas and Texas Tech. Uh, first sellout in Lubbock since 2018. Were you guys surprised by that? Because I was surprised by that. I figured, yes. I mean, uh, as as Randy Peterson, uh, he's with the Des Moines Med- Register. He was on our podcast this week. He said, what else is there to do in Lubbock? You know? <laughs> I mean, if Chad Conine is listening, he's going to take offense to that. He's going to take umbrage. But, well, uh, taking umbrage is a guy sitting across the table from me. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I mean, I, I, Tech has a pretty rabid fan base. It just it, it was surprising to me that they haven't had a sellout since then. But you got the Longhorns coming to town, uh, and I don't know. This is this is a very intriguing game because I think Texas showed us something in that Alabama uh, matchup. Um, you know, just by staying in the game, I think everyone was surprised by that. And uh, so you think, oh, well, you know, the Longhorns have something going, but, you know, this is not going to be an easy place to go into and, and win. I think, uh, you know, the Red Raiders, Joey McGuire had that, that program on the upswing. I think, you know, ultimately it's going to take, uh, you know, a couple of recruiting classes for, for, to come in before they get to where they want to be, you know, maybe like a conference championship contender. But uh, but can they knock off Texas in Lubbock? Sure they can. So, I mean, to me, this is another real kind of could-go-either-way game. And then, uh, you know, I think the Iron Steel is going to be a lot of fun up in, in uh, the Metroplex this weekend with TCU and SMU and just the, the trash-talking <laughs> surrounded that whole deal. I saw where uh, – an SMU player said, man, people don't come to Texas for Fort Worth, you know? And I was like, dude, that's <laughs> bulletin board material right there. So, uh, yeah, they, they don't really like each other. And, 
do they get to like hit each other with the skillet when they when the game is over? I mean, how does that work? I, I don't know. I thought they were playing for a crock pot. I, I wasn't. So you're telling me it's a skillet? <laughs> it is an iron skillet. <laughs> hey, uh, are we more surprised that Kansas is three and zero with two road wins, or that the U of H has started one and two? That's a, that's a great way to phrase that question. I, I think it's got to be Kansas because uh, it's, it's just shocking. I mean, uh, nobody really saw this coming. Uh, to me, they're the, the surprise, not of just the Big 12, but maybe of the country right now. Uh, and certainly Lance Leipold's name is surfacing among, for, you know, for other jobs, and including Nebraska. Um, you know, and so we'll see how long, you know, they're able to keep him there in Lawrence. But, man, he's doing a phenomenal job this year. And to me, that was the game, you know, going into Houston and beating a ranked U of H team. Uh, you know, obviously, they've got some issues, but at the same time, that to me showed Kansas is for real. You know, so they're halfway to a bowl. Can they get three more? We'll see. I mean, you know, uh, I, I still think it's going to be kind of tough just based on, you know, the Big 12 schedule and, and just, you know, how rugged that's going to be. Do you think tomorrow night China Spring has a big test in front of them with Dallas Episcopal? Uh, you know, I don't know that much about Dallas Episcopal, but, you know, I'm taking China Spring just against just about anybody these days. I mean, uh, to me – this may be the story of the Central Texas football season is just how they've been able to maintain and and be consistent. You know, so I talked about it on our podcast this week, but China Spring had seven, no, excuse me, nine guys that made first or second team Super Syntex last year. And seven of those guys are gone. And one of the guys that came back, is a kicker, and not, nothing against kickers. They make an impact, too. But, you know, you're talking about one guy, Trey Haffer, who was like a super syntax guy last year. Everybody else, um, you know, either – and certainly they still had some good players. I mean, Tristan X line and uh, Kyle Barton is certainly a, a super syntax caliber back. I mean, they, I think he just – uh, fell victim to how deep the running backs are in Central Texas. But um, they've just been clicking right along. And, you know, here they had the Texas Football Player of the Year they lost in Major Bowden, but they, they get a uh, great transfer in Cash McCollum in there. We'll have a feature on him for, uh, for tomorrow's paper. But uh, Cash has been, you know, Cash and he's been money. You know, Cash has been money. I mean, so <laughs> – uh, they just they just roll along, and I think it was a really wise thing that China Spring did uh, in promoting for within. And Tyler beats that job, and he knows those kids, and and uh, I think that just maintains some continuity. Through the first four weeks, I know we're uh, we're hitting the the halfway point of the regular season, but and we're still early in district play. But how many teams across the board in Central Texas have a legitimate chance? to get to AT&T. It, would you be surprised if we had four Central Texas teams at AT&T? No, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, uh, that's tough to do. Uh, I would say the odds are stacked against Central Texas and getting four there. But 
could could I identify four that would get there? Sure, you know, I would say uh, China Spring, who I just mentioned. I would call I would call out Lorena, uh, and then you know, down in the two A ranks, I would say Martin Crawford. That's and exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, those are two different divisions now. All four of those teams are ranked within the top three of their respective classification right now. So you're talking about the elite elite teams in the state. Um, and love what Ray Miles' team is doing. Um, we probably haven't talked about the Crawford Pirates enough, but, um, you know, they're, they're just rolling along. I think going into the year, everyone thought that it would be more like Crawford and Marlin duking it out for that district, but Marlin's obviously gotten off to a little bit of a slow start. I still think they're going to be a factor. I really do. And then, uh, you know, Mark, Mark is Mark. I mean, what can you say? Great win last week, by the way. You know, they finally were in a close game. And I think, you know, Kevin Hoffman loves that when, uh, you know, I mean, when it's not always just a blowout every week. What is your game of the week in Central Texas? I really like the Lorena Cameron Yo matchup. Uh, that one, that one's pretty fun. Uh, it, it has been the last few years, so you know it's got a little history uh, behind it. I know uh, a couple, two or three years ago, um, Lorena had a chance to win district, and it was down in Cameron, and that was a great game. Uh, so you know the Leopards and Yeoman, that should be a lot of fun. Um, I still like you know Lorena to win this one, playing at home, the way they're playing, um, the schedule they've played. Uh, but Cameron has a lot of playmates. I mean, and uh, Bradley, I guess. Is, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing his first name right. We just know how to spell him, right, guys? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, you know, he's he's tearing it up. He's one of the top rushers in Central Texas, and uh, so the Yeomen have some some weapons. They they've played a tough schedule. Um, you know, had some. You know, taking a couple on the chin. Had a. Uh, tough game against Belleville, you know, Belleville's right up there with some of the best teams in the state, even without Richard Reese on their, in their backfield. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, to me, that's the game that just kind of jumps out as I think that one's going to be a lot of fun. All right, Mr. Sports Editor, what games are you assigning to be covered in the Waco Tribune Herald for Saturday? Well, the aforementioned uh, Yo and Lorena game, that one DJ Ramirez will be at. I'll be at Midway and Hub as Midway kicks off district play. I still think the Panthers are going to be a factor, too. Uh, this is a big one, honestly, for Midway. Um, one of the teams, I think, you know, that they're capable of beating and, and, you know, go a long way toward their confidence if they do win. Uh, man, where else are we going? Dallas Roosevelt, Las Vegas. Uh, that one uh, on the board. We've got, oh, uh, boy, who's Robinson playing this week? Hillsboro. Yeah. Um, got West and Dallas Madison. We're covering that one. Uh, we've got a guy up in the Metroplex. Um, it's probably somebody I'm leaving off, but, uh, but certainly we'll have about six games uh, staffed in the paper and then, of course, uh, a write-up on a bunch of other games. So pick up the trip. There you go. Hey, Bryce, thanks. We appreciate your time. Have a great day.
Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Bryce Cherry, the Waco Trib. It's 845. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. You know, at Morrison's Gifts, it's September. It's going to be 100 degrees today. Yet, we're talking Christmas. How about their layaway program? You can you can use the layaway program, spread those payments out, and be a hero at Christmas time. You can choose from John Hart and Consuela bags, totes, and purses, jelly cat plush animals, and uh, over 70 different lines of gifts and gourmet items that are available at Morrison's Gifts. They're a Baylor alumni-owned business, and they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. They provide free gift wrapping. I, I love it. I go in there, buy something, and... <laughs> <laughs> run down the street and come back about 15 minutes later, pick up my gift and I'm good to go. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty darn easy. And I didn't spend three hours walking around going, what should I buy? What should I buy? Uh, so yeah, guys, I'm telling you, it's the simple thing. Go to Morrison's gifts. Again, they're at the corner of Valley mills next to Jason's deli. The Clifton coaches show with Brent Finney is brought to you by CNO fencing, Clifton feed, citizen state bank of Clifton, Leon's floor covering and Royal House Pizza. Coach came up a little bit short on Friday night, but you're still learning about your football team and getting ready for district, which starts this Friday night, right? Uh, actually, we have one more non-district. Uh, oh. We've got Millsap at home uh, this week. One more, one more pre-district tune-up. How how good is that to have another non-district game? Are you are, are you about ready to get into district play? <laughs> Well, it is good to get them, and we've got three at home, so that's been nice. Get to play at home, and uh, you know, have the home crowd. Uh, we're learning a lot. You know, we've seen some really good teams and some good competition, and uh, everything just bodes, you know, for lessons learned headed into district. And, and it's important to have those things to be able to put on film before you get into district play, so you can learn from all three phases of the game, isn't it? Yes, 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 and and you know the 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 teams that we're going to see in district, uh, you know they they mirror a lot of what we've seen in non district, so it's been very helpful getting us ready. What do you need to do against Millsap coming up this weekend? <laughs> well, Millsap is going to be very similar to McGregor. They're really, really, really big up front, and so we have to we have to sustain drives on offense and try to keep their off the Millsap offense off the field, and and just try to eat some clock and keep keep our defense out off the field as, as they had to play a lot of a lot of snaps against mm-hmm. Gregor the other night three and outs a big a proponent for, I mean a, a big opportunity for your defense to get off the field and let your offense kind of build that momentum you're talking about yes yes yeah defense has been playing well all year and we just got to give them a little help special teams how big are they when you start getting into the mid-season oh, form they're huge they're huge you know we played well in special teams Friday night but we did get a we had a, a blocked extra point attempt that they returned for two points. So, you know, it's a big momentum switch, even though it was only two points. It, it does provide a lot of energy for your team. ESPN Central Texas. CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all pipe fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate 254 722 3353. That's 254 722 3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. 
Leon's Floor Covering has been a Clifton staple for 70 years. They know how to get the job done right. You can have their in-house crews remodel your home or hire their designers to guide you through your next DIY project. Stop by the store to see their selection of time-tested materials and fixtures, including Kelly Moore Paint. Leon's Floor Covering is at the corner of Avenue D and FM 219 in downtown Clifton. Call 254-675-8686 or find them online for a free estimate. Leon's, getting the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition. Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas High School sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. A two-run homer by Kyle Tucker broke a 2-2 tie to help send the Astros to a series sweep of Tampa Bay 5-2. Houston now heads to Baltimore for a four-game weekend series. Dane Dunning and three Rangers relievers allowed just two runs in a 7-2 Texas win over the Angels. That series concludes this afternoon in Arlington, and you can hear the game on Cool 101.3 FM. Week three of the NFL season starts tonight with Cleveland hosting Pittsburgh. On Sunday, the Texans travel to Chicago, and the Cowboys don't play until Monday night when they visit the New York Giants. The high school football season enters week five tonight with the University Trojans going to Colleen to tangle with the Chaparral Bobcats. You can hear the game on 104.9 Star FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, uh, you heard Lark mention it. Uh, we'll have uh, Monday, uh, not Monday night, but we'll have NFL football coming up tonight. Cleveland. And Pittsburgh, Cleveland's at one and one. Will they be relevant when they get their quarterback back in the fold? Not as long as they have an elf on the field, no. <laughs> Boy, you are mean. Uh, 
All right, uh, tonight uh, down in uh, Colleen, it's the Chaparrales and the uh, and the U Dogs of University High School district opener. Six thirty pregame, seven o'clock kick from Searle Stadium in Colleen. Brand you. new stadium down there. There you go. How do y'all get these seven o'clock games? Uh, uh, every game <laughs> that I got is seven o'clock. And I thought I had a seven o'clock game when I filled in for you. New, and they, no, they moved every it. every game for the Temple Wildcats seven thirty. But it was originally scheduled no, at seven. No, it wasn't. The, the schedule was wrong. It, it oh, moved. it was the one that you had was wrong. Yeah, it was. It's always been seven thirty. Oh, okay. my, my only seven thirty was last week, and that got changed the day before kickoff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, every one of the, the Wildcats seven thirty kick. You know what else starts today, and we haven't talked about it. Fall Presidents Cup. Oh, yeah. Well. The President's Cup, international golf, the internationals against the U.S. Tiger playing? No. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Uh, this will be the 14th meeting, and by the way, the U.S. is 11-1-1 in the President's Cup. Mm. How do you have a tie in golf? <laughs> wow. All right, uh, that's going to do it for Never us. heard of that. Yeah, you know, you know, we'll just call it a tie, and both both teams can drink champagne on the 18th green. Uh, <laughs> I, I like it because of the pageantry. I mean, look, the U.S. is going to smoke them, and it'll be over by Saturday, but I'll watch a little bit of it. So there nope. you go. Football season. All right. Nobody we got to go. <laughs> John's coming up at 3. Matt's at 4. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.